Good day, everyone. This is Matt with the Cup of Freedom. Thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Today is the day the Lord has made, and we will rejoice in Him. I've got my cup of coffee. This morning, I am drinking a breakfast blend, an organic breakfast blend that's tasting really good. It's from a local grocery store uh, here in Texas, and so I'm enjoying that. Sometimes I like to have a little bit of different variety. Uh, I've kind of people have kind of called me a coffee snob. Uh, these days, and I think I would probably own that because uh, I drink all kinds of different kinds of coffee now. And uh, if there's such thing as a coffee snob, I can I, I like really good coffee, and so I can when when coffee doesn't taste good to me, then I usually can tell right away. So anyway, but that's true. But thanks for joining us today. This is a podcast where we celebrate the goodness, the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ. We celebrate all things freedom in Jesus. And we drink some really good coffee, so we're so glad that you are with us today. Thank you for listening. We really do appreciate it. So I want to get right into it today. We've been talking about addictions. We've done a whole series on that. We kind of built into what causes, what leads to an addiction, what's the core of, you know, of 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 any addiction, and then now we're kind of going into this living in victory from addictive behaviors. Is it possible? Is Christ enough? What is what what He did on the cross and resurrection, both for us and to us, is that enough to live in that freedom, to experience that freedom every day? So I want to, I titled this today, you know, Are You Too Weak? Because I, Are You Too Weak? Because, and I actually, I'm going to talk about how that's a good thing. Weakness is actually a good thing in this, and it's going to be hard for us, especially if, you, especially if you're a guy listening to this, because for, for us as guys, we don't want to be called weak. We don't want to be considered weak, but this is where there's going to be a power in weakness, and I'm going to kind of go through this, but we kind of ended with some questions last time of like, okay, so we've got this problem. We're just trying to get rid of the problem. We're trying to get rid of the behavior. And so the way we go about doing this tells a lot about, you know, how we're approaching this. We don't really want necessarily transformation per se. We just want the behavior to go away. So we're dealing all with the externals. And yet what has to happen is a mind renewal. Lying beliefs have to be replaced with truth. And so do, so I kind of ended with some questions there. Do I want advice or do I want an answer? That's pretty pretty good <laughs> pretty good question there because there can be a lot of good a lot of good advice out there. But do I want an answer and the answer which is Christ himself? Do I want to cope? Just give me ways to feel better, give me some new coping strategies of how to deal with life or you know how to dart my eyes and how to put an app on my phone and all those kind of things can be great advice, could be some good things to have, but do I want to cope or do I want transformation, long-lasting transformation? And so some sometimes we can actually get comfortable in the recovery program because we're still trusting in our own ability to do it or not do it. So just give tell me what to do, right? And then the other one was, do I want to just keep talking about the problem or do I want a resolution? Uh, never in never in our lifetime has addiction and and even pornography addiction been talked about more. Uh, at least we're willing to at least talk about it. And I do think in the church there's still some resistance to some degree, but overall there's all kinds of ministries. When I was first going on my freedom journey, there was there was not much out there, and so now there's all kinds of things. But do I want to just talk about – so we're talking about the problem, but do we want a resolution? Do we want transformation? And so – or do we just want to keep talking about it? 
And so I want to get to this today because oftentimes if we're if we're asking that those are the ways we're going about this and that's the answers that we want, then we're going to find those we're going to get what we what we get out of those out of those answers. If I'm just looking for another way to cope, if I just want to keep talking about the problem, if I just want some good advice, tell me what to do, we can get those answers. But do we want a solution? And so oftentimes what this requires then is a realization at some point. I kind of talked about desperation last time. But, um, you know, we get to this point where something has to end. Some, something has to die off. Something has to end for a new beginning to happen. And for me, what, what that was, was what was the price? I, I kind of asked that question too. What price do do we have to pay to give up these addictive behaviors? Well, we don't have to pay the price Jesus paid. He went to the cross to set us free, to give us, to make us new creations, to put himself in union with us, uh, and we are alive to now, now to him. He paid the price for our freedom, but our choice in living and experiencing in that freedom is, is giving up a living out of our own resources, giving up living out of the self-sufficient life. And when that, when we come to the end of that road, Oh my goodness, it can be really, really painful, and most people don't recognize it, as I didn't either. I just I thought at some point, either one of two things: I could do it, I could figure out how to do it, or I wasn't strong enough to be able to do it. And so, when that's when that's your understanding, if that's your level of of way you're approaching it, that's what you're going to get. So, the end of the road, the end of the when I say the end of the road is. It's coming to the end of the self-sufficient, trying to figure it out. Give me, give me the, give me the, all the things to do versus here's who I am, right? And so, if we're not willing to give up that that road, if we're not willing to to give up in in, in some ways, we're not going to experience this freedom. And so um, that's that's what, and, and oftentimes it comes through a through a shaking in our lives, through a catalytic moment, through a moment of desperation oftentimes. We've, we've, our plans at some, time, at some point just didn't work. We discover that it, it's not about a new book or a new recovery plan or a, a new app on the phone. Those can be great tools and resources, but ultimately did Christ, what Christ provided, is it enough? And we come to this, we come to this end of this road of realizing that, that all those ways have just left us more exhausted, maybe more uh, yeah, we've learned some coping mechanisms, but we're still not experiencing our, our freedom. And so it often does come out of a moment of desperation or a, or a shaking things up or a wake-up call, if you will. Um, some people may call it a rock-bottom moment or whatever that may be. Sometimes that isn't even enough, right? I don't know, but it's, it's um, as, we, as we grow in this and we learn spir- you know, spiritual truth, truth does really set people free. So it's not this acquiring it by knowledge per se, but it's a spirit revelation. So as the spirit revealed to me and will reveal to you through the Holy Spirit all of what was true and what Christ accomplished, there is revelation that happens. He, spirit's always giving us revelation. But I think the key to that is, is we've got to really want it. <laughs> we've got to give up on all of our plans, programs, resources that we've turned to for so long we may not even see it and be convinced all when all that is in the as i said last time is in the toilet if you will when we come to the end of that road most people don't ever get there but if we do get to the end of that then we're convinced that at some point yeah you know what when Christ, when jesus says apart from me you can do nothing it's true because it really is you are really enough jesus 
Everything that you've accomplished on the cross and resurrection to give me this new life is enough. I can walk and live in this freedom today. And so, yes, it will be, it's going to be hard to give that up because we do think we, at some point we can do it. Just tell me what to do. But it's actually a wonderful place to be. When you get to the end of this, what I call the self-sufficient, when you come to the end of, some people will say you come to the end of yourselves. Yeah, I, I, that's okay. But I think it's more, it's, you're coming to the end of the flesh and all the self-sufficient ways we've created to get life apart from Christ. And we went through those on some of the past episodes. I won't, so I don't want to go into that. But, but again, this so that what that leads us then to this realization that we, we, um, because we can't carry out the the programs or the or, or everything we're told to do, that we must either be one of two things. Uh, well, first of all, we we're, we're too weak, and we think weakness is that. Well, I can't, I just can't stay committed. I can't do it. I, there must be something wrong with me, right? And so the problem we we identify the problem then. With oh well they must they must not be strong enough in the Lord they need to be strong they need to grow in their strength you must have you, know, you must still have a sinful nature we get all these things you must not have be committed or be faithful enough so again what's it focused on it's focused on my ability on your ability to get it done and the and the answer to that is am I too weak absolutely not we seem to believe that though again this cuts to the core of a lying belief and again it's because we've misunderstood the problem. And the answer, because we're we're saying that uh, we're telling people that here's here here's the problem, but here's here's the way you got to get yourself. You got to be. Did you pray enough today? Did you do you have your quiet time today? Did you did you work your recovery plan? Did you call your accountability partner? Did you did you did you did you did you did you? And at some point, oh, I'm just not committed enough today. Yesterday I did a really good job, but today, man, I did. So what is it dependent on? It's dependent on my ability to be committed. To man up, to try harder, to to double down on whatever I need to do, and at some point we just realize, wow, I maybe I am too weak. And actually, I want to say that there's power in this. We're going to get to that, right? But it's it's actually it's it's a willingness to give up on getting stronger. Okay, I don't I don't ever ask the Lord now to get me stronger. I ask Him to be my strength. There's a difference because if I'm asking Him to help me be stronger. I'm I'm in some ways insinuating that I want him to help me live the self-sufficient life. No, I don't want him to help me live life my own way. I want to live life his way. I want to allow him to live his life in and through me. And so my willingness to submit to that is to say, yes, Lord, live your life in and through me because I can't live the Christian life anyway. You are my life. I want to allow you to live your life in and through me. I want to be available. It's availability. It's participation. It's willingness. It's 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 participating. It's it's all of that, but to do that, we've got to give up on the self sufficient life. And it's, there's a subtle, there's a difference there that we don't recognize, because we think we need to get stronger. God, make me stronger. No, it's actually realizing how weak we really are, and that's a good thing because it's not about us getting stronger. It's about His life and power in and through us. We release His power, not our own power. And you may be saying today, well, I'm, I'm man, man I, I'm resonating with that because I'm just, I'm done trying to get stronger. I'm done trying to to do more spiritual. I had had a guy just this week telling me he's been doing all these religious things and he's just not getting anything out of it. Yeah, because it's become a, me- it's become a mechanical thing of just kind of checking the box, a religious thing of, boy, if I would just read my Bible more and spend more time with the Lord and I'd get closer to God and all these, 
all these things. And is reading your Bible bad? No, I'm not saying that. Is spending time with God? No. But when it, but when there's no life in it, when it's just a religious duty, of course it's not going to have anything. It's not going to really give us anything because we're just doing it as, as a check the box. So it's actually a, a willingness to to give up. Are we willing to give up on our own self-sufficient resources and ways and trust Christ fully? That's always the issue. It's a source issue. What source? Am I living out of the little S source of my self-sufficient ways, the flesh, coping mechanisms, all of that? We talked about that a lot with the flesh part, right? That's Or am I living out of Christ as my source? Write that question down. What source are you living? am I living out of today? What source am I trusting today? Now, you may, if you're sick and you're not feeling very well, you may be really weak physically, right? But you're never weak spiritually to trust God. You're never too weak to trust Christ because you've got his life in you. You, you may be physically sick today and you're too weak to do anything, right? We've all been there, but we're talking about a spiritual weakness here. It's not a, it's, this is not an issue about trying harder, trying to get your act together. Um, it's not even really an issue of weakness at all. It's an issue of giving up on the self-sufficient strength, becoming stronger so that you can be the one to fight the battle. No. Yeah, yeah sure, God, I'll take your help. No, it's a willingness to say, it doesn't matter about strength or weakness and my ability. It's Christ in me. It's Christ in me. And, and what we do is we believe that if you just tell me what to do, we can do it. Just give me the plan. Give me the solution. Give me the program. Give me the counsel. That's why people are jumping from things to things, from, from counselor to counselor, book to book or whatever. Um, you know, I don't know. I'm probably not going to ever write a book on pornography addiction. I may inter- interweave some of that in. People have asked me about that because this is not really a, about a behavior. It's about a source, I want to tell people who they are and how free they are. That's the books that I'm writing. Here's how much God loves you. Here's what he's accomplished for you. And as we embrace that and know our identity and know what source we already have, it's not about getting stronger or weak because we've got his power in us. And so at some point we we may say, well, just tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Give me the, give me the, Give me the three-step plan. Give me the five-step plan. And people have written those books till they're till they're blue in the face. And we have we have all those. And my question is, as I said from the very beginning of this series, is what are they are they are they helping? Maybe they're helping cope. I'm sure they're doing some things. But are they giving? Are they are they setting people free? And I would say no, because if we think we can still do it. And we can just tell me what to do, and I can do what I need to do to, to set myself free. It's all dependent on what I can do and what I can't do. And so what's the issue there? What's the source? It's a source issue. I believe I can just tell me what to do, and I can get strong enough to do it. So the issue is, is actually giving up on that, is admitting that, yeah, I can't do it. Boy, when you get to a place where you say, I can't do it, my goodness, how freeing that is. I had to get to this place at some point where I was like, you know, I've been de- dealing with this for 20 years, Lord. I can't. God, I can't do it, but I am going to trust and believe that you can. That you can. That's where the power comes in, and we trust God completely. I I'm telling you, I know this is it's it's a difficult place to get to because we do have to be willing to say all of this is just it's not working. 
And oftentimes we think that there's something else. There's another solution, another plan. Oh boy, that that guy over there wrote a really good book on on pornography addiction. I need to go check that out. I'm sure it's a great book, and I'm sure it's got a lot of great advice in it. But is it the solution? Is it do I want to cope or do I want a resolution? Do I want to continue to talk about the problem or do I want transformation? You know, Watchman Nee, he's an author. He's written a lot of classic books. He, he has this quote. He says, the secret of transformation from sin, or freedom from sin, is, is not to do something, but to rest on what God has done. Let me read that again. The secret of transformation or freedom from sin is not to do something, but to rest on what God has done. Amen. Hallelujah. To rest. Have you ever thought about the fact that are you too weak? No, it's resting in what Christ has done, not in what you're doing or not doing. It's not doing something. It's believing and resting in what Christ has accomplished for your freedom. It seems like the natural thing to do is I got to do something or I'm not doing something right. That was what I lived in for so long. Tell me what to do. And then I realized, well, I couldn't really do it. So I wasn't strong enough, right? There's the strength problem. Uh, Or then the other part of it was, well, here's all the things you don't do. So on both fronts, I wasn't able to get it done. So then at some point, I just think it's believed that I I wasn't able to get it done. There was something wrong with me. And there was actually everything right with me. I had the fullness of Christ, but I didn't know I wasn't resting in what Christ had accomplished for my freedom, for my freedom, to experience the freedom that we have. It's not to do something, it's to believe something. It's to trust and depend on someone. And then we experience our freedom because he already says we are free. So oftentimes it's hard to give that up. We'll go through all kinds of self-improvement plans or self-help or whatever, kind of just to, to get to this point and, and, and to do something because it's so hard for us, especially as men, I think, to say, I can't do it. We want to be fixers. We want to be doers. We want to get it done out there. We don't want to admit weakness. We don't want to admit that we can't do something. Oh, sure. Just tell me what to do. I I. I I can, I can do, I can overcome. And we, and then we use words like recommit, rededicate. And it's all about us. And it's, I'm just going to be honest with you. I did that so many times. It's all a bunch of hooey. (laughs) My, my recommitment to God and my rededication, I rededicated myself so many times. It was about God's commitment to me and his dedication to me and the fact that he never gave up on me. He never gave up and he doesn't give up on you. And he's dedicated to you. He's com- fully committed to you. And he's fully faithful to you. Boy, can you rest in that today? Can you rest in that? Because we'll go to, I mean, we'll go to the ends of the world, right? To, to, to say, I can't do something. But why? Because we still believe it's the bondage of, of, of self-help. It's the bondage of religion. It's the bondage of the flesh that says you can do it. Just be more spiritual. You're not spiritual enough. You haven't memorized enough verses. If you had these verses memorized, you probably wouldn't look at pornography. If you went to church this week, boy, you sure would have you would have been more you would have been more spiritually charged up. So what does that do? It puts it all on us. And yet at the end of the day, it's all Christ. 
and what he has done and who he is and what he has done and what he is doing in and through you. It's what he's done and what he's doing, not what you're doing and not doing. Our response, and so you say, we say, well, Matt, what's my response? What's my role? My, my, I said it earlier, our role is trust, dependency. It's to believe it. It's to rest in it. It's to say, yes, God, that's true about me. I've got everything I need right now. I have everything I need right now to say no. The next time that temptation comes, I don't need a special swooping down of the Spirit. I've already got the Spirit. I don't need a special deliverance ceremony. I don't need to jump and read into a into a book real quick or a prayer or whatever. I have the power of Christ in me right in that moment. I can say in that, when that temptation comes, I'm dead to that. I'm dead to that and I'm alive to God. I'm alive to you in Jesus. Now, is it easy for us to do it? For No, because we've said yes to that so many times. We haven't learned to depend on Christ. That's where the diff- That's the disconnect. We have not learned to depend and trust on Him and Him alone. Because we've learned to depend on an outside source to find freedom. So we think we can do it. Just tell me what to do. And so we'll go to the, it's, it's my faithfulness. It's my abilities. It's my efforts. It's my, no, the freedom comes when we say, no, it's none of that. It's not my ability to do any of that. Christ did it all. My role, our role, we're invited to trust, to be participants, to be available, to say yes to God, to, to, um, to submit, to say, I'm not, I'm not able to do this in my own strength, Lord. I can't do it. I can't get it done. And my goodness, when you get to that point, if you ever get to that point, I still, I still was kind of a one foot in, one foot out. I kind of said yes to that at times, but I was still trying to manage everything. I became a professional sin manager. And when you're at that point, we're still not, I'm, I still wasn't to the end of the self-sufficiency. There had to be uh, another shaking. There had to be another wake-up call. There had to be another desperation. And still, even in that moment, we can still double down because desperation, as we've said in our episodes talking about the flesh cycle, desperation doesn't always believe or doesn't always lead to me trusting Christ. Desperation sometimes means doubling down on my efforts of self-sufficiency. So here's a scripture I wanted to share with you today because I wanted to make this a little shorter, but it's it's Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, and he's he, you know, the, the Lord, he's having a conversation with the Lord, and he's, he's, we, we think it's, he's, ta- this is the thorn in the side verse. So, yes, I'm going to use a, a physical illustration here to demonstrate uh, a spiritual reality because you know, the scripture does this all the time. But so we don't know for sure what the thorn is. Many, I'm not going to argue that point today. Most people, most uh, theologians agree that it was some type of physical ailment that Paul had. We don't know for sure what that was. But he goes and he asks, he asks uh, the Lord three separate times to take this thorn from him. And here's, here's the response um, that Paul recites that God gave him in, in, in 2 Corinthians 12, uh, 9 and 10. It says, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is perfected in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may dwell in me. Therefore, I am well content with weaknesses, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, with difficulties, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. The paradox of weakness, the power of weakness, 
as I said at the very beginning of this, are you too weak? And ultimately, he, Paul asked the question, I think it's okay for us to ask, God, take this from me, sure. But this physical ailment, whatever this was, he, he, God wasn't going to do that because it, what, it was, what it was doing was, it was that it was, my grace is enough. My, in other words, my life is enough. I'm enough. Will you trust that I'm enough? I'm rephrasing that, but that's what my grace is sufficient. I'm, I'm enough for you. My life in you is enough. But do you believe that? And so then Paul gets to this point where he says, yeah, therefore I'd rather boast about my weaknesses because it's not about me trying to overcome this ailment or this whatever. Power now is perfected in the weakness. It, and whose power is it? My power. Not your power, not your strength. So then he's now, he's well, he says, I'm well content with admitting the weaknesses, with admitting the insults, the difficulties, all of these things, the struggles. Are you willing to admit that today, whatever you're dealing with, whatever fleshly addictive behavior? Have you gotten to that point where you can say, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I am, I, I, can, I can admit the weakness in this because I can't do it. I can't do it. Because then the end is here. For when I am weak, I am strong because I'm trusting Christ's sufficiency. I'm trusting Christ's sufficiency. I'm depending on him. I've given up on all of those other resources. That is the freedom journey. It's it's one of letting go of finding life in other sources, little s sources, and finding life in the source, capital S source, of the life that we already have in Jesus. And when that when that is a reality for us, we will experience freedom. And these fleshly behaviors won't have the same impact. I'm not saying they're going to go away. They won't until we're with Jesus, but but we'll now be choosing dependency and trust, and he'll show himself to be trustworthy, and then transformation happens because we believed truth. We've trusted him. He shows himself to be trustworthy, and guess what happens? Transformation happens, renewing of the mind. We're believing truth. We're believing truth. You won't be the same person if you want long-lasting transformation, you won't be the same person and just try to get rid of the problem. There will be a transformation that will have to take place in order for you to experience freedom. You can't keep going at it the same way, in other words. So God's plan is not to make you stronger. It's for Him, for you to realize <laughs> that, his, that His grace is sufficient, that His life is enough, that actually admitting weakness in this is a really great place to be. It's freeing because then it's realizing now I'm trusting in Christ's strength in and through me. So I want to encourage you, don't ask God to strengthen you. Ask him to be your strength because he already is. Be your source, be your life. And if necessary, ask him for the courage to give up the self-sufficiency. Lord, I've been trying to deal with this for so long. I can't. I haven't been able to get to a place where I can say I can't. But I want to say I can't. Lord, reveal that to me. Make me aware of that by your supernatural Holy Spirit, by your by the supernatural revelation of your spirit in me. Reveal that to me. Because his plan is not to give you ways to cope better or to even self-improve you or self-help. No, his 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 goal for you is for you to trust him as as your life, for, for you to trust that his grace is sufficient and for you to give up on the self-sufficient life. That's a choice we still have to make. He still hasn't left you. He still hasn't 
forsaken you. None of those things are true, but it's still a choice that we get to make. The self-sufficiency, the flesh, a new coping mechanism, or Christ as my life. He's not going to give you anything else because he's already given you everything in Jesus. You already have everything. He's already done it all. You have Jesus. You have his spirit in you. You have everything. You're complete in him. So there is a cost for, for this for you. There is a price to be paid to experience this freedom, not to have the spiritual freedom, the reality, but to experience it. There is a cost, and that's, that's to give up all confidence, all dependency, all trust in any type of our own ability to manage life, to manage sin, to overcome sin in our own ways, to trust our own resources or something, something else that's resource, someone else's resources, and ultimately trusting Christ is sufficient. And my goodness, is it worth it? Oh my goodness, freedom is amazing. Experiencing this freedom is probably the best thing ever. And yes, it can be very painful at first. But now it's enjoyment. It's enjoying the freedom journey because it is just that. The goal is not for you to try to live this life and figure this out. The goal is for you to trust Christ as your life because he already is your life. And when you get to that place, my goodness, that's a great place to be. So are you too weak? Well, <laughs> if you can get to a place to admit that you are, and that's a good thing because there's power, as Paul just told us, there's power in weakness because when I am weak, then I am strong. Be free to admit that today. Be free to trust Christ as your life. Be free to trust him as your source. He is the only one that can overcome these addictive behaviors anyway. And you've got him. You've got him in you, Christian. Trust him today. Trust him today. Well, I hope that encourages you. Please reach out to us. Uh, we're looking forward to next week as we uh, are launching our, uh, our next uh, book that we're releasing. So join us next week as we, as we hope to be able to do that. So reach out to us. We do offer one-on-one coaching. Uh, if you have any questions, prayer requests, anything, we've got our email left in the description here. So please feel free to reach out to us in any way. And as we say here on this podcast, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.